Welcome back to Trade Talk, everyone. This is L.A. Aiko. It's good to be back. Uh, there's going to be a series of episodes dropping over uh, today and tomorrow, probably mostly tonight. But I wanted to go into, um, in the first part of these series, I want to go into kind of the landscape of the market that I'm seeing because it is summertime and a lot of people don't understand that markets become hard to trade in the summer because most executives and and trading desks take breaks. The concept of uh, of this episode is not so much about the fact that they're taking breaks, but it is for the fact of giving you a perspective of what is happening right now. Now, most people are, are aware that we have a political party gridlock where we cannot get the next part, which would be phase three of or part three of the CARES Act passed because people are not on Capitol Hill. You have um, uh, Democrats trying to get more aid to the states while Republicans are trying to get more aid to individual people. Yeah, I know that sounds pretty crazy, right? Especially for a lot of people who are liberals out there. Not so much that I'm whether liberal or, or, or uh, conservative in either way, but it's, it's quite interesting, right, that the liberal party is trying to give money to the states while the Republican Party is trying to say, here's another $1,200 and uh, more unemployment. If you dig into it, you'll understand what I'm speaking about and where Pelosi stands and where uh, everyone else stands. But the main key of why this episode is being is being done is to give you a perspective on what the future holds and what you should be very mindful of in this economic environment. The best way I could title this is if the Fed does this short everything. Now, most people would say like there's a lot of liquidity in the market. Who would dare short anything? And I agree. You shouldn't short anything. Jerome Powell has come on and said that, you know, they are willing to let Inflation run to 2% without raising rates. They will keep an eye on it. So you can already understand that they're comfortable and willing to spend more money. I agree. That's going to happen. What I'm speaking about and what we should all be mindful about, because it's not looking as strong for a uh, Trump re-election, is that you could potentially run into a situation where political gridlock and foolishness could cause another liquidity shock like the first quarter of 2020. Remember, we don't know. We know that our currency is the global reserve currency and we know that um, it's hard to tell what's going to happen to the currency in the long run. Most people say, oh, too much inflation. Bitcoin's going to go up. The, um, the dollar's going to get weaker, but that's not true. Again, if you understand that everyone has to pay their debt in dollars, that's not what's going to happen. The dollar will maintain and, and stay strong. That is my opinion. Because again, global debts are due in dollars. Also, other nations want to keep their labor cheap. And... The stronger the dollar gets, other countries get weaker to maintain weaker labor. As we keep offering more and more stimulus that says, yes, we're going to weaken our dollar, don't think that other nations aren't going to weaken their dollar. They're not about to 
have a labor market that's more expensive than our labor market. That makes no sense. But to not lose the point of what I'm trying to say, and I'm going to repeat it again, if the Fed does this, short everything. Mainly, if the Fed removes stimulus from the economy, short the market. Maybe this is too much of a progressive thought for most people, but we are still coming up on November. Don't get confused here. Trump is having a hard time locking in this re-election. Just because you see that Jerome Powell and these guys are saying, oh, we will provide as much stimulus as possible. They will. But the policies will change. You already see the Dems want to give funding to the states. Republicans want to give funding to the people. You don't know what's going to happen at that point. As I said in my last podcast in which you will see that fourth quarter be strong because they're going to make it strong. And before Trump leaves office, even if even if he were to lose, they're going to make sure they make that that fourth quarter strong for Christmas shopping. Even the Dems are going to want that. But I say all of that to say that. You see, there's going to be more political gridlock that's coming. Everyone is not on the same page. Everyone wants to get money out there. But everyone is not on the same page. Right now, the middle class doesn't feel it because of these transfer payments. Transfer payments are SBA loans and grants, stimulus um, from taxes. So it's okay right now. But what's happening to people in reality? They're paying only so much of their bills, right? Because there is no transfer payment currently. The unemployment has been cut. No new stimulus. There's only so much that people are able to do at this very moment. And since there's only so much that they can do, you're going to start seeing cracks and issues. People often forget that the Federal Reserve can't fix insolvency. They can only fix liquidity. Now, most people will say, you know, what's the difference? Meaning, when corporations and these other people have problems of having solvency within their books, the Federal Reserve cannot fix that. They fix liquidity by allowing consumers access to public markets. Sorry, not access to public markets, but access to um, lending markets at cheap rates. That is what they do consistently. So we need to come, or at least not we, but I have come to this conclusion that I am long the market, but I'm also very cautious in looking at what the market looks like coming into second quarter of 2021. Now, some people would say that's a far projection or why would, you know, be thinking that way? Because I already know what fourth quarter holds. That's easy. Vaccine stuff, you know, a run on pharma when some of these guys get a better trial, you know, Christmas shopping. That's easy. But I want to be prepared and understand what I am doing of a, in a Biden presidency, which most executives in uh, these bigger companies, right down to even Goldman Sachs, feels it's a 70% chance of a Biden presidency. I want to know and understand what I am doing. You see, another thing people don't understand is that there's $5 trillion in T-bills coming due and they need to be refinanced. 
Again, these are themes where we could run into political gridlock. More and more themes are going to be, could easily be misstepped, which would cause a trigger of a liquidity issue because you couldn't get a vote or people can't get on the same page while middle class people, lower class people need the money to pay the rent, to pay for food, bills, etc. The winter is coming. <laughs> Game of Thrones reference. The winter is coming and the virus will still spike again. You already know no one's listening to any of these rules and, and taking care of themselves as they need to. The young people don't care. I, I, I see it on my social media all the time. I don't think anyone's wearing a mask when I see them all out. Everyone's enjoying themselves. We got about another, what, two and a half months, three months, it gets cold. Let's see that enjoyment turns into more infections. Political misstep is around the quarter, right? Right now, even you see in the third quarter, there's only a select few companies that are even carrying the market. Everyone's like, oh, Tesla, Apple. Are you not understanding that the majority of people are reporting losses, as I was speaking about in my previous episode, and only a few are reporting profits? You cannot hide the fact that there's insolvency out there. Yeah, you could say that people received PPP loan money and other things from the SBA, while everyone is, while a lot of people out here committing SBA fraud and things of that nature, what you're forgetting is that the ones who are actually, who the bill was made for, who get the money, only have a runway of three to six months with the money, and it runs out. They have insolvency issues, and these insolvency issues have been addressed to, an limited, to a limited extent, and we're coming right back to where they're going to need more money. And in order to get that money, you have to have a vote. Again, gridlock, potential political missteps. Now, what is hard for us to kind of get perspective on is, do we want to maintain long positions or be on the sideline. Most people like to do things where they're looking at what the hot stock is and what the momentum is. And I agree, momentum makes a lot of sense. Insolvency things, much like you saw in the first quarter, hit you and you're not even aware they're there. And I care to be cautious in that extent because as we see this political gridlock, we keep forgetting that it's looming. Repricing events are on their way, whether you like it or not. Policy is going to change at some point because you can't continue to, to just pump and pump and pump liquidity without one of the parties opposing. So a repricing event is on its way. Now, some people would say, oh, that repricing event, we're already in a recession. Now, like we said before, we're in a public health crisis. We're not in a systematic recession. A systematic recession will change things and allow for that repricing event. Prices are already out of hand. The Fed's not likely to even increase interest rates um, while in inflation is increasing. Gold prices are running rampant. And consumer goods 
are set to uh, are set to hit all time highs. What I want to say in the end of this, and very directly, is not so much about oh, I know what's going on and I know how to handle this. But it is to say, think about how you're looking at your positions and think about what is due in future for the federal government, due in terms of debts that are due. Five trillion in T-bills is, is, is an amazing amount. And T-bills are treasury bills, treasury notes, things that are due... Uh, that have been lent out that the federal government needs to pay back. A refinancing must happen. It's not to say that they can't refinance it. Of course they're going to refinance it. But all of these things will cause political issues and you can easily run into a political misstep. And that political misstep can really cause a long-term problem. I don't think that it's an intent of government to do, but, it ha- but this is not about intent. This is about simply mismanagement. And mismanagement has happened before in 2008. Within this health crisis, mismanagement wasn't as bad, but you, you see where there's areas of mismanagement when it comes to how the money was distributed, etc. But the mismanagement will definitely affect how the markets play out. And you should be very cautious, extremely, extremely cautious about being overly long. That is how we are going to be, is extremely cautious about being overly long. I don't think that every, every position you put out there needs to have a hedge, but I do think that You need to be very weary of what is going on politically. It has always been important, but at least in the Trump administration, you know that they're going in a particular direction. It's up from here. Parabolic move as strong as far as possible. Dow and S&P hitting new highs. It will not remain that way. It will change. Be mindful. I am not saying short the market now, I'm saying that political missteps and mismanagement is what will need what is what will reprice this whole market and will reprice it aggressively. This is LA Echo. Thank you for tuning in to Trade Talk. Take care.